Crone's getting a split. Mizzy in front of the 100. Crone goes up the inside and Crone takes the lead on the Kilmore. Crone draws clear now from Mizzy. It's a Queensland victory. Crone beats Mizzy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mock Sports Presents the Quaddy Potty. As always, Mitchell Cashmore joined by Nick Highland. How are you, brother? Good, mate. Ready to get into this track report for this weekend. Um, getting a bit drier up here. Hopefully the sun stays out over in Sydney. But, um, yeah, pretty keen to get into this one. Yes, off the back of a big morning talking footy, AFL. If you're keen on the AFL punters, make sure to tune into our new podcast, Bear Bump Play On, talking all things AFL throughout the entire season. You'll find it everywhere in the same spots that you find the Quaddy Potty, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. So make sure to get around that. But we're here to talk horses, Nick. So quickly on last week, you were able to find the winner in the Randall Guineas and converge. And we also snagged the Quaddy. Anything that you took out of last week's racing? Yeah, I had a, I had a pretty good day. Um... But yeah, Converge was a good one. Um, overall, I was pretty happy with the weekend of how it, how it played out. So um, the only thing I was pretty disappointed in was Nature Strip. But it is what it is. So that's racing. Yeah, Nature Strip. It was a bit weird. I mean, we joked around about uh, one of our new favourites in Shelby 66. We've backed him in the uh, the highway the last few weeks. He's been very kind to us. And then all of a sudden, he's come out and beating Nature Strip home in this race. Very interesting. He's going again around this week, but we'll talk about that later. What did you think of the run personally? Yeah, it was all right. Um, yeah, I don't really have too much to say about it, to be honest. It was, yeah, I don't know. It was a, it was a good day overall for me, so I was I didn't look too much into it. But, um, but yeah, what did you think? I just thought, yeah, like I said last week on the podcast, I thought whoever goes around that bend in first place is going to win it, and that's exactly what happened. I just did not expect Eduardo to get such a clean lead. I really thought Nature Strip would challenge him more around the bend, and it was Eduardo's for the taking when he went into the straight with, with about two lengths on the rest of the pack and just ran off and took it, almost got nabbed by Shelby 66 there in the end, of course, and what would have been a crazy finish. But, yeah, there's um as soon as I've jumped on the Nature Strip, bandwagon he seems to have failed to fire so it's going to make me very very wary going forward so i'm going to have to take a step back and reassess if i've made the wrong decision by jumping on but we'll get into that later down the track in autumn but we'll get straight into the rundown okay racing's back at rose hill this week and like you said nick the track report is going to be a huge factor this week, as the weather has seemed to dry up, the rain has finally stopped. The sun is out, and it's quite hot today in Sydney. But um, so it's not going to be a bog this this week for the first time in a few weeks. It's not going to be on a heavy track. But Rose Hill doesn't have as good a drainage as Randwick does. If it was Randwick, I reckon we'd be starting the day with a good four, since we've got what's supposed to be minimal rain throughout the next few days. But with Rose Hill, I expect it to be anywhere from soft five to maybe soft six if the um, sun stays out. If the sun doesn't stay out and there's a bit of drizzle around the next days, could be anywhere from soft five to about heavy eight, I think. I mean, we could definitely get to a good track throughout the day, but when it came to uh, doing my form, I was looking for horses that could get it done on both good and soft because there's definitely no guarantee that we're going to get all the way to the good range. But um, 
Rails in the true position as well, so horses should have a uh, good as chance from anywhere, coming from the back or going from the front. So monitor how that plays on the day if any bias comes to fruition when it comes to next up betting. Um, straight into it, race one, 1,200 metres, the midway, esteemed lady, Lord Heron and Oakfield Twilight to go forward and set a moderate tempo. Um, call me crazy, but I'm with Oakfield Twilight here. Uh, it's terrible, terrible form, has four... Uh, runs in its last prep all out of the top 10, but it uh, ran behind the likes of Southern Lad, Shadow Crush, Madam Legend, Hulk, and those. that's great form when it comes to a midway horse. Yes, he wasn't very close to them, but that's those are some good horses to be running behind nonetheless, and it was in a larger grade than a highway. He's dropped all the way back to the high, um, not the highway, the midway, Sorry, um, he's dropped all the way back to the midway. I think that drop in grade should help. I think $21 to win, $6.50 to place is overs for Oakfield Twilight. So I'll definitely be on him. Yeah, very nice. I'm going to go with Dalalat here. Coming off a spell, um, just won a trial uh, in front of Buck and Beauty um, at $5 to win and $2 to place. It looks pretty good for me in the first. Heading to the second. 1,200 metres, the Celebrations Magic Knight Stakes. Um, there's not really much going on for me here. Um, a lot of horses here that probably will get scratched in this one, I reckon. Um, there's going to be a couple. But Queen of Bale and She's Extreme look to be the two that are going to fight this one out for the win. Um, if, it was a, if it was a good track, Queen of Bale would have been my tip with Brett Pebble on board. Brett Pebble coming up to, to Rose Hill. Um, but, yeah. With the with the probably wet track, it's still going to be pretty pretty soft. Probably a soft seven, soft eight, I reckon at, at best. Um, I don't think Queen of Bale can get it done on the on the wet track. So she's extreme will be my tip for the second. Um, won pretty well. Um, not one, sorry, came second pretty well uh, last race on the heavy track. So it can prove herself in the wet. So not too bad for she's extreme. Yeah, I agree with you. The two-year-old race for the girls, always unpredictable. Winner gets a slot in the slipper. Don't think the winner's going to be coming out of this race. So they'll be winning. They'll be running for second in the slipper at best this field, whoever gets in. But, yeah, she's extreme for me as well. Has the form behind Fireburn on that slop of a track it ran a couple of weeks ago, and I was there to see it. Very, very impressive late burst, in my opinion. Will be fitter for that run. Can get it done here. $3.30 to win is good enough for the second. Uh, race three, same goes as last race for the boys. Last chance for anyone who wants to get into the slipper, but I just don't think the winner comes from here anyways. Um, you've tried to back Custodian twice, and he's been scratched both times looking for something that isn't a slop fest, and this shouldn't be. So I'm intrigued to see how he goes. Won a recent trial, which has me convinced that he is ready to actually run on debut here. It's It's... It's always tricky with these debut horses who haven't run yet, but when it comes to a race like this, anyone can really get up. Um, so why not have a throw at the stumps at the $16 to win, $4 to place each way bet on Custodian for me? Yeah, mate, I agree. I've talked about it for the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, Custodian, um, half-brother of Profondo, should be a good horse. $16 looks pretty juicy, even if it doesn't win. Um, it'll be good to watch. Head over to race four, oh. 1500 metres, the Highland Race Colours Ajax Stakes. 
Um, there's not really much for me to talk about here. I think there's a pretty good chance in this one. That's Ellsberg. Um, I think you'll be the same. Just a genuine good horse. And this is coming down in class by by just a little bit. So, um, yeah, Ellsberg for me should should be winning. Chuck it in your multis. I wouldn't put too much on it because it's paying $1.75. But, um, yeah, absolutely dominate this, this field, I reckon. Yeah, I agree with you. I've got it on for the uh, the Doncaster Mile, I believe. I think Ellsberg has a big, big future ahead in this autumn. I think he'll definitely at least get a run in at least one Group 1, if not win. Hope he does because, yeah, such a good horse. Hopefully comes out, comes across, gets the lead just like last time and goes on with it. No one even was in within a sniff of him last start. Um, so, yeah, doll 75 not a uh, backable uh, price when it comes to on the nose, but happily put in your multis because I think nobody beats him. But I will say for a bit of an exotic play to give a bit more value for your punters, I reckon the Kiku Quinella and uh, Trifecta, Ellsberg, Kiku and Just Falk. And first four, add Werry Falls in there just to cover all four of our old favourites that always seem to run a consistent race, no matter where you put them. So... That's my thoughts in the fourth. We're whipping through them. We'll move on to the fifth, and uh, we get to the 1,100-meter mark in the Maurice McCartan. Um, Give me an interesting one, this one. You've got Rule of Law going for, I think, six on the trot, and, yeah, definitely can get it done. He's proven in his last five runs that he's just an absolute jet. But to be fair, he hasn't really beaten great fields you know, probably the best horse he's beaten home would be Joviality. Maybe, maybe even Emanate if you make that sort of cause. So I think he's probably a vulnerable favourite. This is going to be his hardest test to date. Goes up against much more seasoned horses like Remark, like Gravina. And also, you know, now we get to put Shelby 66, our new favourite horse, in there in that sort of class, you know. But is that form of Shelby 66 going to hold up, you know? Yes, it ran past Nature Strip last week, but that was in a slop, and it loves a slop. It won't be sloppy this week. Um, she'll have to, He'll have to prove if he can get it done on any sort of track, and it's going to be his fourth run in four weeks. So is he busted? Might be running out a bit of its petrol tank. Who knows? Can he continue? Um, Gravina loves the fast tempo that they're going to set here. So you can definitely run past him in the straight if the button is pressed at the right time. But quite honestly, I'm too invested in this miracle story that is Shelby 66 to jump off. I hope that he's able to go on with it and do another massive run fourth time within a month. It'll be crazy to see, but I'm on board. Shelby 66, $6.50 to win, $2.15 each way in the fifth. Nick, your thoughts? Yeah, um, Shelby 66 looks pretty pretty nice, but... I don't know. It's still gonna be it's still gonna be a pretty soft track out there, even if it does stop raining for the rest of the rest of the week. Like it's been raining pretty heavy. Um, it's not gonna dry up, so it's definitely gonna be gonna. It's probably gonna still start on a on a heavy seven at least. Um, I'd say, or maybe even a uh, soft seven, sorry, or heavy eight. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm not too sure. Shelby sixty six. If if we get a bit more rain in, Shelby sixty six would be my tip. But at the moment, I'm 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 second. Sorry. I'm sitting with Remark. Um, genuine good horse. Um, $7 to win and $2.20 for a place. Um, Remark looks pretty good to me. Just um, always gets to it, is always pretty consistent, but doesn't have much luck overall. 
Um, but yeah, Remark will be mine for the for the fifth. Heading Holy to stuff. in the fifteen hundred meters follow-up stakes. Um, Mr. Mozart is one that probably needs to be watched here. Third up here um, should be peaking. Silent Impact, a genuinely good horse who didn't have much luck last start, but overall can probably get it done. Uh, Fangirl's the favourite. Um, didn't run very well last start. Came fifth behind Hinge, your tip. Um, but at $2.05, I think I'm going to stay away from, from that price. I'm going to go back to Silent Impact here. I backed it a lot of the time, and it's a very good horse, and I'm going to stick with it this time. Um, finished four lengths behind Animo. Doesn't have much to read about with that. I'm going to forgive it. Best on the soft track, so Silent Impact for me. Yeah, I agree with you when it comes to Fangirl. Probably should be winning this one if it since it doesn't have to beat Espiona or Hinged. But yeah, $2 is far too low when you can get who you said, Silent Impact at $6. I think, you know, the fact that he doesn't have to run behind Animo and Converge and Halal this time is much better form to go into this one, I think, especially at the price. $6.50 to win, $2.15 to place for Silent Impact. It's just a great bet to be having compared to the $2 of the favourite. You know, hasn't seen heavy yet, but like you said, loves the soft. Five starts, three wins, one second, one unplaced. So, yeah, I reckon Timmy Clark just needs to jump well, get a clean jump. He'll be sat right on the speed. He'll set a nice tempo and just needs to come around that bend, going in a straight, press the button at the right time and absolutely take off. And the rest are going to have to run him down and quite honestly, Quite honestly, don't know if they're going to be able to because Silent Impact has shown some really, really strong speed in the past. So I'll also be with the old SI in the sixth. We move on to race seven, 2,000 metres, sky-high stakes. Uh, a lot of good um, stayers for this sort of um, this sort of race. You've got Great House, Spirit Ridge, Mount Popper, Skylabs, Dockman, Torrens, Too Much to Bear, Alakahan, Savvy, Valentino, and Lebao. Um, apart from Alakahan, there's not really many horses in this field that probably wouldn't shock me if they got up, even though Torrens is at $51. Might spec that one there, might put it on for a place, $12 to place. Torrens is a great horse, especially when it comes to the staying um, ranks like this. I think that's way overs for a horse that has last two starts came from a win on 2,300 and 2,400. So the drop back in distance might hurt it a little bit, might fail, sorry, might stop it from getting really a strong run to the line since it doesn't have that extra time, but I still think it would be good for a place. My overall tip, though, is going to have to be on Too Much to Bear. I think if Too Much to Bear takes the lead, I think he wins. Led in the Para Cup and was run down by Mighty Beal and no compromise, and without them, I think he can sustain the lead and go all the way. $9.50 to win, $2.80 each way is silly odds for such a consistent horse. Too much to bear for me. Fair enough. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Great House here. Um, pretty consistent horse for me. Um, although doesn't came 13th in the in the cup as well. Um, doesn't like uh, doesn't mind the long distance. I uh, should I say um, at six dollars to win and two dollars ten for a place. I think it's suitable for a tip. We skip race eight, the Coolmore Classic, correct? Yes, for the tip off. Heading to race nine, mate. 
So for race nine, it's looking like, you know, this is race nine and 10. This is where the class seems to drop off. We get back to benchmark racing. So it's the benchmark 88, and it's you can definitely tell by the field, you know. Uh, new arrangement, our old favourite, will definitely have a consistent run here. The wide barrier will hurt it, but, you know, loves the soft, loves the heavy. Anything, any wet on that track will be good news for the Waller Camp. $14 to win, $4.20 to place on the new arrangement is pretty overs, in my opinion. Marin Parr, also a great option. Does love the soft tracks. Can also get it done on good if the track does somehow... Uh, dry out has Preble on board, $6.50 to win, $2.35 to place. Would respect a bet on that. But um, if I'm being quite honest, I'm going to have to go with Taksu. Second behind Gravina, last start, who in turn is racing at the Group 3 level, as we discussed before. Uh, I think the soft track will suit Taksu extremely well. Will be fitter for its last run behind Gravina. And I think it's $6 to win and $2.20 to place. It's great value here over the favourite. Taksu for me in the ninth. Yeah, I'm going to go with my empire, like you said. Um, seven starts, four wins, and a second, two second places. Uh, good horse. Um, just consistent. Should be able to get it done. Then to the last 1,900 metres, benchmark 88 to end it. Like you said, drops off in class in the last couple of races. But, um, yeah, this last one's probably the toughest of the lot, I'd say. And I'm going to go with an absolute roughie. Not going to say too much about it. The Guru. $26 to win, $7.50 for a place. Come second in its last two runs. Almost caught the military expert um, as a second place. And then one length behind the, the one before that. So, yeah, the Guru for me. It's a Gold Coast runner, I'm pretty sure. It's coming back down to... No, it's not. Might be wrong. You tipped it in the, the uh, midway a couple of weeks ago and it absolutely shocked and came... Actually, no, I tipped it. I tipped the guru behind your tip, Military Expert, and that was one of the big Quinellas we got on a um a few weeks ago. When it, the last time it was at Rose Hill, it ran a really, really strong race. So, yeah. Yeah. so I'm going to tip with the, the guru. Who are you going with? Um, Like you said, very open field. The fact that, you know, you've got people like the guru in there, people, horses, that could get up at $26 just shows you how much value is in this race. You've got Bono, definitely one that could get up there. Forever You at $6 is a good bet as well. Um, I've settled on Rossu here. Tommy Berry ridden, CJ Waller trained. 18th barrier has me a little worried, but I think um, just the form behind Crystal Pegasus, who is absolutely tearing it up right now. I even put out on our Punt of the Future segment on our Instagram that it's a definite bet for the Sydney Cup, currently at $17 on Ladbrokes. If you want to jump on that, punters, for a little bit of a futures tip. Yeah, Crystal Pegasus, great horse, came out and smashed it by five lengths last start, and Rossu was able to run right behind it in uh, his last start down at Flemington um, and only came within half a length. So I think that's really, really good form to take into this one. $7.50 to win, $2.60 to place. Rosu for me in the last. Very nice. Lovely stuff. That'll conclude the rundown. Let's head right into the great tip-off. All right, Nico took the chocolates when it came to getting the most points last week after he was able to... Snag, Converge, the winner. I had Animo come second right behind him. But, uh, yes, the comeback is on for Nicholas. He is slowly going to climb that ladder back up to where I was after I blitzed 
bit a couple weeks ago. We're going to kick it off with the Australia Cup down at Flemington. I believe it is race seven on the card. Nicholas, who have you got and why? Oh, it's a tough one. Um, I really liked She's Ideal's run uh, last night. Didn't get much of a mention behind Very Elegant a couple of weeks back. Um, but yeah, she her paying $71 to come second by 0.2 lengths, almost catching Very Elegant, um, was was pretty good. So... But I think there's a genuine horse here that is a step above at the moment than everyone else, and it's Think It Over. Um, horse of the year pretty much last year behind Very very Elegant, I'd say. Um, yeah, got unlucky last start, fourth place behind um, Very Elegant. But, yeah, absolutely dominated in the one before that by three lengths. Um, $3 to win. I think it should absolutely piss it in. Yeah, I'm not surprised you went there. Um Think it over is definitely, like you said, I would agree with that sentiment that it was horse of the year behind Very Elegant. It's just, it's improved so much in the last 12 months. Wasn't surprised that it didn't perform last start because it was on a bog of a track and it just doesn't appreciate those, but it's going to come down to Melbourne where he'll get a good track again. And, you know, 18 starts, seven wins, four seconds, three third placings, you know, out of the 18 starts, he's finished in the trifecta 14 times. So it's just, a massive level of consistency gets Nash Rywiller, who just loves the horse. He says that it's the best horse he's ever ridden. So $3 definitely deserve a favourite. But I'm going to have to be with my Melbourne Cup tip from last year, Spanish Mission. Um, owner, Brace Sikolsky, has come out and said if it doesn't run top two, he's just going to give up with horses. Of course, it's an exaggeration, but that's just how confident he is in this horse. They were going to uh, go here first up, but didn't end up doing that. Instead, they uh, ran him about a month ago uh, where he was third behind Earlswood and Corsine Mav by just a nose. They all fought it out to the finish. He's just, you know, when it comes to races like these, you just need the horses that are going to run a strong 2,000 metres. And out of this field, it's a pretty weak field if you ask me. You know, you've, you've got Think It Over, you've got Cascadian, you've got, She's ideal. Do I maybe? I think other maybe even Yonkers. Other than that, I think there's not really many else to look at. Spanish Mission is a weaker field than he's seen in the past. Has James McDonald. That's all you really need to know. James McDonald first time is one of the best gear changes you can get in the country at the moment. So four dollars fifty to win, one dollar seventy five to place. I'll definitely have it on the nose as well as having it in many place multis, and I wouldn't be surprised if Think It Over and Spanish Mission are an easy Quinella who take away from the rest of the pack in the finish here. Um, we move on to the new market, the new market handicap, which is uh, sixth on the card at Flemington, the 1,200 metres sprint down the straight. Massive field here. Who have you got and why, Nichols? Um, tough on this one. A couple of different horses that are that I really like. Um, Snap Dance is one that is pretty good. Can it get a group one this time? I'm not too sure. Stepping up in class. Um, September run. I've jumped off that that wagon. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't even think about it to be honest. I don't want to think about him. But um, Mask Crusader, such a horse that um. 
just doesn't want to show anything right now. If you can get, if you can get it done, you can get it done. Twelve hundred meters might be a little bit better. It's a bit like his the Everest run, I guess. Um, but yeah, Master Sato is going to be my tip at twelve dollars and three dollars eighty. Fair enough. I think yeah, from a betting perspective, Mask Crusade is great at twelve dollars to win three dollars eighty place. Like it's just purely off that poor run from the Black Javier Lightning. But he was always going to run poor. He doesn't like one thousand meters. He needs that extra two hundred meters to really kick at the end because of how big of a start he gives him. And the extra two hundred meters could be the difference maker in this one. And I think bookmakers are going to look really really silly if he gets up for you, Nico, because twelve dollars off the back of that Black Caviar Lightning stakes where it was really a write-off. You didn't need to really take that into account. I think it's stupid odds. But um, I'll try and explain my tip. Uh, home Affairs, I'm not buying into the hype of Home Affairs yet. With J-Mac on board, yeah, probably comes out and runs a strong race. Deserved favourite, but um, it just needs to prove uh, more to me. Did get the win over Nature Strip last time, but there was plenty of excuses. So if it comes out and wins this one dominant in dominant form, it'll have my respect in the future. Loss and running is one that I'm normally on, but it's not one that I can really uh, can really trust down the Flemington Straight. Hasn't seen the Flemington Straight. Straight racing is completely different to um, going around the bend because going around the bend, horses are really able to dig in and build a lot of momentum as they swing around and get into their straight run. The um, the straight at Flemington is a different beast. You've really just got to sustain speed the whole way down in a straight line. So I think it won't suit Lost and Running as much. Definitely could come out and win, but again, needs to prove to me before I'm going to bet on him on it. I'm going to go with Quantico. $16 to win, $4.40 to place. Um, first up here will definitely be interesting, but it's someone that I can trust down the Flemington Strait. Has had one run at the track and absolutely blitzed it. Came out last start, um, I believe. It was on Melbourne Cup Day. Um, yeah, won by... A length and a half um, over a pretty decent field for the for the um, field that it was against. The step up to Group One level here would definitely be hard, but I think sixteen dollars is definitely overs. And I'm also just going to have a quick shout out to Swats that off the back of her um, massive run in the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes. She also absolutely adores the Flemington Straight, so don't be surprised if she gets a placing, maybe even a knockout win at fifteen dollars to win four dollars twenty each way put her in your first fours because i reckon she would definitely feature but the main tip for me is quantico finally we go back to rose hill race eight the cornwall classic uh race that's close to your heart nick it produced your favorite moment of racing last year and it's in our theme song corone getting up have you gone with crone again or have you looked somewhere else i've looked somewhere else um crone's just not the same horse too old one um yeah, one more year too many I think. I'm going going with a horse here. Going with a favourite, Espiona. Fifty kilos wow. is on the back of this horse and it's gonna be just flying, I think. It's got literally nothing on its back. Um yeah. Should be peaking third up here. Second and third last two starts, um behind hinged, not too far behind it, but yeah. I think it'll be peaking, and I think it'll be um, it'll be her race to lose. So yeah, Espiona for me. Fair enough. I think everyone who listens to the podcast will know by now that I am definitely not someone that buys into the Espiona hype, and her last two runs have proven to me why. Um, 
I think you're you're right there. Fifty kilos is absolute featherweight. No, J Mac is a bit of a worry, but J Ford should probably still give it a peach steer from the fourth barrier. Um, it's D Day. If she can't come out and win against an, uh, a field that isn't as strong as she's seen in the past, like she should have won her last two starts when it came to the field, and those were stronger fields here. So if she um, doesn't win this one with the weaker field, with the 50 kilos on the back, $3.30, you know, uh, does she also go up in distance? Uh, yeah, it goes up in distance to really get that run late in. Yeah, if she doesn't win this one, I think Espiona's time to sack her as the uh, the next Winx, as some people were calling. Definitely not the next Winx. That's insulting. But, yeah, um, when it comes here, I was really torn. Hinged or expat? Both horses I've jumped on before, both really, really strong. Uh, and also both love the wet. So, you know, you've got expat, uh, five runs in the heavy, four wins. Five runs in the soft, three wins. Hinged. Uh, two runs in the heavy, two wins. Three runs in the soft, two wins. You know, it's, it was almost a toss of the coin, you know. Um, hinged is drawn out wider, which will probably be um, not help it as much as the inside barrier did last start because it helped her sit nice and close to the pack. So she'll have to do a lot of work early to sit close to the speed in this one from the 12th barrier. But same goes for expat because uh, she's in the 10th barrier. Yeah, it is really really uh difficult here but i think i'm just gonna have to stick with hinged willie pike he's a wizard for a reason eight dollars to win two dollars sixty to place each way on hinged is my bet for the cornwall classic but i think that expat will definitely run a big race so i would respect a bet on her as uh well as maybe both coming in the top four same race multi maybe even a cornella if you want to play that sort of way but uh yeah that's me for the corner. Very nice. Uh, we move on to around the grounds. Have you found anything in Australia other than the Rose Hill card that you like, Nick? Um, yeah, there's a couple that I have seen. Let me just pull it up for you. Um, if anyone gets on it early enough, I don't know if we'll have it up today, but Ruby Kisses racing today, race eight, $2.50 for the win. Should win this one. Um, I don't think anyone will get to it. I don't know if we'll get it up in time for that. But um, over in Eagle Farm race eight, we got Starla, our girl Starla, paying twenty dollars for the win and four dollars eighty for a place. Um, gotta give her a mention. And then we've got Aim in race eight over at Flemington on on Saturday, paying twenty seven dollars. Um, hasn't looked the same since its win first up, but yeah, I'll give it a go here at twenty seven dollars and seven dollars fifty. Yeah, that's for me. Rafa's guts. That'll be huge if they get up. But uh, definitely have what it takes to uh, win if they produce their best run, as we've seen from them in the past. Um, I've gone Flemington, race three, give me par in the black book for a reason, $4.60 to win. Just a horse that is super consistent, in my opinion. If you go through and look at its four career starts, a second, a first, a first, and a fourth. Jamie Carr on board, has form behind the likes of Kalos, General Bow. Um, yeah, just a super, super good horse. Also has form behind ingratiating, which reads well to me. So I think, uh, I think she gets it done there in the third. Also in the fourth, I'm going to have to try and attack the, uh, two-year-olds again. Call me crazy, but I've got the black book of man in the mirror. 
in there. Got unlucky last start where it was racing on that heavy 10. Didn't really enjoy it. Comes here, gets the good track. J-Mac on board. I think, yeah, he's going to run an absolute excellent race. $1.8 million cost for this horse. So you'd hope that it comes out and wins these sort of races. Didn't end up getting into the slipper. It's going to have to change tactics, but I think this is the right tactic change by Annabelle Nisham, taking him down to Flemington, putting him down um, the uh, the big straight. It's not down the straight. They'll go around the turn, but the massive straight to run through. I think he'll really get to open up his legs on the good deck. $8 to win, $2.70 to place each way on Man in the Mirror in the fourth at Flemington for me. And uh, other than that, we'll move on to the quaddy. We managed to snag it last week. We've gone much better with the quaddies this season than we did last year. I think we've already hit two in the first four episodes, so hopefully we continue with that. Who have we got in the first two races, Nick? Race seven, Great House, Mount Popper, Stockman, and we've put Mount Popper in twice. <laughs> oh, so we've accidentally chucked Mount Popper in there twice, so... We'll go Mount Popper, Stockman, Great House, and who else do you think, Nick? Yeah, uh, let me. Oh, of course, too much to bear. Too much to bear. My, my tip. I accidentally wrote Mount Popper instead of too much to bear. That's uh, on me, punters. But yeah, so we've got Mount Popper, Great House, Stockman, and too much to bear in race seven. Who have we got in race eight, Nick? Uh, Lighthouse, Hinged, Expat, and Espiona. What about race nine? Catalan. Tasku, Maanpa, and Sing Syndicato. Race yes, 10. and we've gone wide in race 10. Zoom on, Rosu, Forever You, Main Stage, and your tip, The Guru. $50 on that punters will get you 15.65% of the quaddy. Uh, other than that, Nico, anything else to say before we sign off? Negative. Um, just enjoy the weekend, guys. Um, yeah, hopefully the weather gets stays stays good in Sydney. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, massive shout-out to everyone doing it tough with the floods, but now that the sun's come out, hopefully it comes up and dries out your house and hopefully you haven't lost too much uh, of your precious belongings. Our hearts go out to you. But, uh, yeah, enjoy the week of racing, and we will be back here next week to discuss all the big races of the week. So see you then.